Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. The oil kind of going, we went and we were we were cooking at I think at like 420. We had that heat going at 420 degrees, and we had to turn it off. And I looked at my brother-in-law and I was like, we almost became a statistic. <laughs> yeah, wander our way over. Because this is Wolfram Ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink! How we doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, great. Great is what's up. <laughs> no. No, I was just thinking, you know, when we have this opening, we don't really have like a like a, a true podcast opening that's like, welcome to the Wandering Ways podcast where your host, Mark and Zach. Like we need I feel like we need something like that, but right before the clink. Oh, because, I mean, should we? I mean, I guess we could. Yeah, well, I mean, because our waters just hear us clink and they go, What's up? What's up? You know, like Oh, are they talking to me? Are they talking to who? You know, but it's like, nah, guys, everyone, welcome to the campfire. Welcome to the table. We're here. We're back with another wonderful week. It's a holiday week for most folk. If you're listening to this live or if you're listening to this in July, I hope you're just having a good day in a sunny day if it's July. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully it's sunny in July. Unless you're our uh, friends in the southern hemisphere, then it will probably be a little colder um, because that's when winter is. But yeah, holiday season, holiday. Well, I guess it's been holiday season, but holiday week, big one coming up, uh, one that a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people celebrate. Um, Good old uh, Chrysler Christmas, that lovely day. Well, and like what I what I find about funny about it is like you you just hit it on the head. Like a lot of people celebrate it, even those who like the traditional Christian holiday that it what it is. But people just do it because like it's the season, it's the gifts, it's a very American holiday, um, for sure. Um, but you do have it in like you know Western Europe too, you know where you know and Eastern Europe because you have the you know it's Christ's birthday in Africa and Australia and all of South America. It's kind of crazy, uh, like. When you think about like, they go wild for it in Europe. Yeah, no, and it's interesting because some of those places are really more like traditional in that sense with it. Mm -hmm. When you do say the wild, because it's like a wild traditional where it's like, holy crap, like it is ornate and like how you should celebrate Christmas, not like the American way of like, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that's just how that's i mean drill baby drill (laughs) Uh, that's just the american way it really is um fun fact we were talking talking drill baby drill um fracking i hear they fill i I hear they fill those holes with cement when they're done with them they've what they fill the holes with cement when they're done with fracking really yeah i mean like and but so this is an argument I heard from an oil rig guy himself was saying okay, those here we go when they're digging those holes they're digging them about a thousand two thousand feet down or ten thousand feet down it's ridiculous like yeah way below the water tables even because the water tables are typically at like 50 100 300 400 feet 500 feet so like they're well below um so like that's the argument. And I was hearing where it was like a lot of the data comes from like old data where it was like, yeah, like when they first started fracking, obviously, like they didn't know what they were doing. But like now there's a lot of regulations put towards it. But I'm like, still, I don't know what side of the fence I want to be on. I, I, I'm i not for it because you just like there's something about ripping the land of it's like those kind of resources and just like draining it. I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, <clears throat> not a fan. Uh, we'll never be a fan. Um, one big thing that they always forget about is, you know, you got to get the oil from down below up top. So it's still going through the the water tables. Uh, and if you're going to sit there and tell tell me that their pipe is really that good, there's pipes that leak in the water when they go in the ocean, like all the time. <clears throat> not huge okay. leaks, but still leaking. So it it's not a perfect system. Uh, fracking is really bad, and we shouldn't do it. Um, <clears throat> possible, or I guess it's not really possible, uh, good news, but um, actually exciting news in the realm of renewable energy. Oh, no good. Joke. Like, this came out this morning, at least I heard about it. This morning, heard it on my NPR uh, podcast in the morning. But scientists in the United States finally produced, they have a nuclear fusion where they were able to get more energy out than they put in. So it's a huge step in having nuclear uh, fusion power. So they're, um, which is pretty exciting. Uh, I think we're still decades and decades away. At least that's what the experts are saying. But <clears throat> first time ever that they've been able to get more power out than what they put in. Is that safer than like a nuclear reactor? Yeah, because it's it's like a nuclear fusion. So they're like fusing the atoms together. They did a quick and dirty explanation of it. I, it's only it was only like one story in a 15 minute podcast so i don't have a whole lot of like scientific information on it but from my understanding is it's a fusion of the atoms that creates the energy but it takes a lot of energy to cause that which is why it's been, it's such a big deal to get more energy out than what we put in hmm. interesting that's cool. I mean, it's going to change the game. Yeah, I mean, right now, I think anything anything that gets us off our oil dependency, uh, I think is going to be kind of the big game changer. Um, well, I was interested. I, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, and I was thinking about like the native way of living and living with the land and on the land and like using the natural resources and taking the bison and using the whole bison, you know, um, and using each piece for different tools or aspects of your life and only taking what you need. And all of a sudden we hit this like industrial era. We hit this like plastics era and we see this like oil era of like just like greed and and just pillaging the land mining just raping the land and taking these resources and i i mean do we even know the long-term like consequences of of doing all that like at the large scales that we're doing in 2022 you know like when you look at some of those mines and the, some of those quarries and and just the fact that like we move the most sediment and dirt in the world ever like in the last 50 years yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, you know, in terms of like the long term effects. I feel like we we think we know um, what it's going to do. You know, the, the, the biggest one being like the effects of like climate change, like what that that effect, you know, because it's not just taking it out. It's then using that. And, you know, there's going to be the byproduct of greenhouse gases and all of that of using these fossil fuels um so you know that i think that's only one part of the equation um is like climate change you know there's i it is definitely you see it other areas of the natural world are changing because of taking in and out of resources and whatnot so you know it's it's such a um multi-head snake or multi-head dragon that it's like okay we we know so much about this head climate change right that it's doing that 
we haven't noticed the other heads of the dragon. So, you know, it's, it's a shame. Um, positive of it, you know, it's cheap and easy to use, which is why we do it. So, um, you know, that's, don't get me wrong. I like having power. <laughs> I like having electricity and energy, but surely we got to have a better way to do it. No. Yeah. And we got to just be smart. You know, there's 8 billion of us or whatever on this planet. We got to just all put our minds together and figure out what we need to do as a collective to get through whatever we got to get through in the future. But that's not why you're here today, folks. This is the Wandering Ways podcast holiday episode, as we kind of mentioned before. And we got a bag full of goodies. I know Mark got a bag full of goodies. And if you, if you don't get why Mark's thing, it's because on Zoom, if you are watching on Spotify or YouTube right now, you can see I'm holding up my big bag of goodies because we're going to talk about some gear and products and some just like I kind of took this on. We each have five different items and I kind of took it on as like, what are five items in the last year that like really have stood out to me and like would work if you're getting them as a gift for Christmas, you know, get that late gift right now or get it for next year or get it for a birthday. These things have come in handy for me. I know they've come in handy for you and I'm just excited to talk about them. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, these are for the, uh, person that is late to the game on getting their gifts for Christmas. Uh, we're here to hopefully spark some uh, motivation and ideas of what to get people. Uh, I normally am one of the people that probably by this time hasn't gotten their Christmas presents yet, but I have gotten them. And uh, actually, by the time this is out, I will have probably wrapped them up. So I'm ahead of the game this year, but this is for people that aren't. Anyways, we'll jump in. Um I guess I'll start with mine. Item number one for me this year on items that uh, I use frequently, I talk about frequently, um, I'm probably fairly known for this item. Um, and it would make a great gift for the outdoorsy uh, adventure person um, for anyone uh, that is really into it. And it is a good old hammock um so i use the the emo ones i love this i think i've had this for years and years and years it's tried and trusty it's true i've hung it in many many different places um i this thing is probably the best that i have it keeps it small in the pack for a place for me to sleep and all you need is two trees or sometimes depending on a car in a random place you just need two places to hook up and you are good to go well you know my number five out of the good year so my hammock it is my bare butt hammock and kodiak straps that they have because these are some pretty big straps so i was thinking hey man with your straps the other straps i got in these straps we might be able to fit them around a redwood one of these days maybe at least one redwood uh depending on the size of the straps possibly you know who who might if we had their straps is tyler tyler's hammock straps are crazy long i remember uh when he was hanging those when i saw him last i was like what the fuck these are huge that's what i was saying with these kodiak straps they're 10 feet long yeah, I think if we had yours, Tyler's, and mine, we for sure could hang a hammock around a uh, redwood. Well, at least half a redwood, like one tree, maybe. No, I think I think we could. I think I really, I think we could. Should we? Oh, well, duh! But I think I think we could. I think it would be fairly actually hard to find the right setup, but I think. I actually do think you could if you found because there's some redwoods that aren't necessarily massively wide, you know. Redwoods are more known for their height than they are their width. Um, you know, if we're talking sequoias, no. 
<laughs> no, I get you. It would be, we got to go back down there and try it out. But these guys, they also make a three in one that I have um, with a, it acts as a rain fly. And you can also like tie it tight and it turns into a hammock or even a protector for this hammock where you can like put it on the outside. Right. Like, and it protects it. And I need that because I got rained on in Glacier that time. So that's why I upgraded the system to the bare butt. They got so much more gear uh, that I needed. And I was like, sweet. You know? Yeah. They, um, well, I'm just going to jump into my next one because it's the number two. It's another item that I use uh, that goes hand in hand with the hammock. And uh, that's, my tarp i don't have it like here with me but um it i mean it's nothing that fancy it's just basically a tarp that you can put between the trees and then you can stake out wide um but every time i use it i run in through the same kind of mental head game i first set it up and i go i don't know if that's actually gonna like keep me dry like it doesn't look anything well it's a weird shape when you see yours it's like because it's like a diamond how it covers you yeah um but every time i've set it up i have yet to get wet so i it works amazing <laughs> and you've camped in rain yeah oh yeah last summer this last summer it rained a whole bunch and i slept right out there in the hammock it worked so well um i know tyler and i tried to double hammock with the one um with the one tarp and both of us stayed pretty dry i'm pretty dry as in we were dry so the thing that's an amazing little tarp and i i should should have got it out because i mean if you're gonna sleep in a hammock and you think there's any chance of rain uh you gotta go with the tarp because there's nothing worse than waking up and your hammock and you and everything is wet yeah, no, it's it's the worst. And I, I'm known for that. Like even I need a new tent because my tent is like the rainfly is too small that it still gets water in. Yeah, I think you need a new tent. Everyone everyone thinks I need a new tent. Uh my number 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 two is the Sea to Summit Eros pillow. Right here. It's in my hands. It's about as big as my hands balled up together. Um, it's very lightweight, but it's a pillow. Uh, you blow it up, you know, it's, it's an inflatable one, uh, easy for backpacking. So it co it's compact in that sense. And you blow it up, uh, for when you're sleeping and you want that pillow, uh, feel it's kind of soft on the outside. Um, and you can feel the sack on the inside. It's very high quality. I've used it quite a bit. Um, this, I mean, I used it in Glacier. I used it in, uh, um, I use it quite, you know, when I was just hunting, when me and Matt went to Olympic, I, I pull it out all the time. I actually keep it in on a hook in the back of the car uh, because it's nice to have, easy to pull out, easy to use. Yeah, that's uh, that's always key, you know, when uh, for these items, at least when I'm looking at these items, a big key for me is um, how easy it is to carry it around um with you you know uh, i typically like to travel fairly light um in terms of like number of bags and stuff uh i'm very much like you got one bag to try and fill everything up so um if you can fill up and you're in there and it's not too crazy heavy that's kind of a big plus um so that's why i go with the hammock system but to have a a pillow like that, that, um, is easily compactable. You know, that's a, that's a luxury item out there in the woods that not everybody has. And everyone's going to be a little bit jealous. Well, and it's what I really like about it is it, it just gives you that much more comfort while sleeping and sleeping is very important. And when you do go camping, you're not necessarily getting the best sleep all the time because you are sleeping on hard surfaces or, in different cities that you're not used to, or they're unusual uh, to you, possibly. Um, so it's just, it kind of gives you that just a little bit of luxury of home, nice feel. Um, I struggled with using it at first because I, you know, it is a 
air. So you, when, if you do move in your sleep, it's easy to push off. Like there's been a couple times I've woken up on my cot and the pillows on the floor just because I've pushed it off. So, um, but if you have a mummy sleeping bag, like if you tuck it, like I'll tuck it in the mummy sleeping bag, it, it holds pretty well. And I, I enjoy it. I, I use it quite a bit. Um, every time I'm camping, I use it. So if that, <laughs> if that says anything. It does. It says that uh, it's got your like seal of approval. Um, so you know it's it's got to be somewhat good, uh, otherwise you wouldn't keep using it. Uh, I am going to keep on with the sleeping theme for my next item, um, and I'm going to keep on with the hammock theme. Uh, you know, it's unintentionally all hammock items thus far uh, for me, um, but. One of the biggest game changers in my hammock sleeping game uh, for me has been the sleeping mat. Now, I know what you're all saying. Why the hell mats don't fit in the sleeping in a hammock? So you need one of those under blankets or whatever they call them. But if you get the accordion style sleeping pad that i have i mean it's kind of the classic backpackers one you see a lot of backpackers with this kind but it fits in a single hammock fits in mine i use it uh and it keeps me so much warmer uh than anything i've ever used um big big fan uh i got this mainly because i wanted to be able to sleep somewhere in case there weren't any trees and I couldn't hang up the hammock. Um, but someone told me to get this one. The friendly person at REI told me to get this one because it would fit in a hammock and damn, they were right. And it was a game. It's been a game changer since. So I recommend the accordion style um, sleeping pad because you can use it for a lot of different things. You can even use it as a camp chair um, around the campfire. I don't do that very often, um, but it would make a great one, uh, but I highly recommend that, uh, typically on the cheaper side of things when it comes to the sleeping mat as well. So uh, it's a great one for anyone that loves camping and backpacking. Um, they'll be very grateful if you get it for them. Yeah, no, I... Uh... I got the air. I, mine blows up just like my pillow, my, my sleeping pad. That was something I bought right before the Olympic trip uh, this year with Matt. I was like, that's something I need. Um, you know, as we get older, it's good. Take care of your back while you're sleeping. And uh, I actually, when we were hunting, Colton didn't bring a cot. So I, I offered it up to him and he, that next day he was like, wow, that actually was a really nice, like sleeping mat. And, you know, if you find one that's compact, like, like what you have or what I have and want to like sleep well, get it, use it, especially if you're car camping. I know there's a lot of people out there who car camp and if that fits in your car, that's a small, you know, do it, <laughs> you know? 100%. If you don't snooze, you lose. So make sure you're taking care of your sleep. Uh, it's super important for you. My last item out of the bag last item but next item is the hey trip awning it goes off the back of your car if you want to check out the rougarou my jeep on instagram you'll see some pictures of me using this thing and it is compatible with pretty much any car and it works well if you have like a hatchback style car and it just folds right over the doors the hatch and it acts as an awning. So if you're doing that car camping, you have an air mattress or something in the back of your car, you like to sleep with that car. It opens it up more so you get that fresh air. Uh, it makes it feel like you're in a tent. I've added tent pole stakes to it so that I can actually extend the awning off my car. And it extends pretty far uh, when you do that. I believe it's like six feet. So you have some coverage, um, which is similar to the awning that you know we had over the 4th of July when it was all rainy this year uh, that covered us. Um, but what I like, it is compatible with pretty much any car. Easy to use, ties right to your tires to hold it down. Um, it folds up into a compact bag, and it, it's a little bit even bigger of a bag, so that like it does fit every time you stuff it in there, uh, which I like. And it fits right like in my car with everything else. And 
it's one of those things that when, when you park and you're, you're using the back of your car, you're reaching in there, grabbing stuff, or you're using it to like set stuff down and you have that shade and covering. It's nice. Yeah, no, uh, big time. Uh, having an awning, if you're doing the whole car camping, car camping thing, uh, big game changer. Um, especially if you're expecting a little bit of rain, um, you know, it can, it can make or break because you can just, set up right outside your car and you got a little coverage um and you're happy for days and uh, it's really affordable too i think i want to say it was only like 50 bucks oh damn that's really really affordable yeah no hay trip is on they're one of those amazon brands that but they're reliable <laughs> like they yeah uh, all the stuff i've gotten from them is is held up like even the snow cover they've given me um but this this awning really is coming handy for sure there you go go check out hay trip So I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana. And we even have a discount code. That's right. If you use the code RUGARU10, that's right. That's my Jeep, the RUGARU. RUGARU10, R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a Blue Ribbon Net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool Buffalo Mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing Indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code WANDERINGWAYS, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. Alrighty, we're back, and it is that time. We're talking about a lot of cool things to use in nature, but this time, for a little bit, we're going to talk about cool shit that happens in nature, or cool shit in nature um, is by far my segment, and I have two doozies um today i'm actually pretty excited they are not the classic mark where it's just animal v animal um, <laughs> these are beautiful scenery um that we're gonna have so first one is oh. what Everest looks like on a clear day wow fantastic look how much so, taller it is than like everything else around it right so if you're just listening it is just somebody at the summit of Everest taking a 360 um, camera video of Everest on an absolutely gorgeous day. I think if you're going to be at the summit of Everest, this is the day that you want. Um, one, because it's a lot safer, <laughs> but two, because holy cats, that view. Are you going to do Everest for the Wandering Ways team? Like, no, would I you probably would never go to the summit. I would go to base camp, but I don't think about summit because there's so many 
people that do it now that the sheer number of people make it dangerous. Uh, fair, fair. Like the fact that like, yeah, like you, you would die. There's a chance that you could die because of the other people. Yeah. So um, I go to, I would go to base camp hands down. I would love to go to base camp. Um, I mean, that's still quite a bit up there. Um, so uh, next one though, if I can, uh, here we go. Another beautiful kind of scenery one. Uh, this one's from an Instagram oh, yes. account called your national parks. Uh, and it is, a night time lapse of or in Zion National Park. And these are just amazing to watch. Um, I could watch a ton of these. Well, I like the like they show you the daytime spot, and then there's the mountains and the Milky Way galaxy. It's kind of crazy though, just you can see the cars and air traffic though over Zion, um, which is kind of nuts as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is kind of crazy to see the air traffic um, above Zion, um, but I mean, it, it's just kind of cool to see, you know, the earth move, but not the land. <laughs> right. No, that it's, it's neat to see that. Yeah. Uh, um, it's but, beautiful. Definitely go check out your national parks. If you're on Instagram. They do. They got, uh, it's actually a really good account. Uh, they have a ton of cool stuff. Um, I I appreciate them. I do too, uh, very much so. So go check them out. Um, <clears throat> but continuing on, because uh, Christmas is popping up here sooner rather than later, and the more that we just kind of BS, the more panicked you probably are getting with not knowing what to buy your friends, family, or whoever, uh, whomever. Um. So I'm going to give you another great idea. Um, this is probably on the more spendy side of things. Uh, they get quite expensive. Um, and especially depending on what you get with it, it can get even more expensive. But I love it. I use it a lot. I have a very old model of it uh, and still works fantastic. Um, it is the good old-fashioned jet foil. Yeah, I thought about it. I put my mine's an MSR brand one. Um, I thought about it too because the, the, those are freaking great, man. Jet boils are legit. I got the French press um compartment that I so I make my coffee. Uh, if if uh he's listening, which he's probably not, it's also where Matt gets his coffee because Matt never <laughs> thinks about coffee. He always just assumes he can have some of my jet boiled coffee. So it's also where Matt gets his coffee. Uh it's just coffee for the camp site. <laughs> um it Matt, makes a good friends press. You hint at him listening to this podcast, Matt, like he supports his friends. I said if he was, but probably not. Yeah. No, no, it was a great little thing. Uh Colton even pulled his out, his jet boil out uh when we were um camping or camping for hunting this year. He and that's what he made. He just that motherfucker man, he just put his soup right in the thing and boiled his chicken noodle soup right in it. And he didn't even know it says on the cup you're supposed to put a cup of water of the soup, you know, the Campbell's soup into the thing. He didn't, he has never done that his whole life. He is what <laughs> he's been just doing the can, he hasn't been adding water. Yeah, yes. he's been some, like concentrated as fuck soup. That's what I was like, damn, dude. Oh, what was he having like the tomato soup? Cause then that's just like straight tomato paste. <laughs> right. No, it was the chicken noodle. Still. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad he knows you can. <laughs> so if he wants to switch it up uh, and get a little bit more soup, um, he will get more soup if you do it that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, no, it, it it's fantastic. I mean, we've we've been using this jet boil for oh fuck, I, I don't know how long. That's glacier. At least, I mean, I you cooked our meals in it in yeah. 2015. 
yeah that's right it's been but seven years we've been using it so uh at least going on eight going on eight going on eight uh, well hopefully it makes some uh travels we gotta lock those in hopefully get some good travels in with it um, oh yeah hopefully you can get cleared <laughs> yeah yeah um <clears throat> But yeah, no, Jetboil, again, they do run spendy, but they have tons of different things you can put with it. Um, you know, I also I also have like a frying pan. It's the same setup, essentially, where the heat, instead of the water boiler, it's like just a little top, and then I can cook up on a frying pan, too. Wow. So I can, the eggs... I can get you coffee, you know, shoot. We have a dandy good old morning out in the wilderness. We're going to do steaks and bear country on Mark's jet boil. You could, in theory, you actually very well could. I can't do very big. You know, it's only like, I think it's like a frying pan like that big, but, you know. A little baseball cut sirloin. <laughs> you could easily do it enough for, uh, you know, like two smallish size steaks for two people, so... There we go. There we go. Well, the next gift up over here in the goodie bag is the Helionox chair. And this is something I've had since my, uh, probably 2016, I think is when I got these. And I've used them forever. They're, again, another lightweight luxury item for backpacking. It's a chair. Um, I compact, keep it in my car. I pull them out. I have a couple of them I use. And they're really easy to put together. They fold together. They got great customer service because I even had someone sat on it and broke one of the leg here. And uh, I sent it in and they sent it back to me. Um, like they, they fixed it essentially is what they did. Or And great, great service, great chairs. I like mine. I know you bought one because you liked mine so much. Yeah, they, they really are great chairs. So I, I got one um, and... Super easy to travel with. I mean, I took mine uh, with me to uh, Montana this last year and I flew. So um, I was able to put it in the backpacking bag um, and I used it the whole dang trip pretty much. You know, when uh, I was sleeping in the office building, I set my chair up, uh, kind of just made myself a little camp um, right there. Um, used it when we were up in Sealy. Uh, you know, it's it's just overall. I keep it in my car now. Um, but it is a great great chair. No, it is. I actually, I they, if you're not, you know, Healing Knox, it's the brand name one. But there are other cheaper brands. This, um, I got Josh one right on Amazon. Uh, for the Christmas holiday, that's going to be his gift. I know he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm not spoiling it. Um, but. I was comparing the two because I was like, that that one was a lot heavier. Oh, it, this one's a little more compact, you know, just some some things like that that you notice. Um, but ultimately, these type of these camping chairs have really come in handy and are are good to use. Yeah, I it, the camping chairs are one of those things where you're like, you know what? Like, I, I don't think I really need one, and then. Like you get out there and you're kind of, you kind of wish you had one and then you get one and you're like, this is the best damn thing of my life. Right. Right. No, so, I, I like, I like it a lot. Yeah, I do too. Um, Next ITM for me. Um, It's, you know, it's kind of, I think most people have them nowadays, uh, but I think, everyone should have one if you're an outdoorsy person or if you're just kind of outside at night and it's a, it's a headlamp. Um, you know, they, they really are pretty gosh darn sweet. Um, cause you can use your hands after you put it on, um, put it on your head. I, you know, I, what was it when we were camping, we weren't camping in grand Canyon, but, uh, when we were at the campsite, during the Grand Canyon portion, you know, we got in late. Um, I set up, set up my hammock uh, with the tarp all with the, uh, the um, headlamp on there. And sure enough, it, it, it works, works pretty well. Um, I've set up the hammock multiple times in that. 
I walk around most of the campsite at night with it because it's great for light. Uh, I, this one I love. I love this one. It's a Takaka uh, T I K K A, a Petzl. Um, oh yeah. The main reason I really like this one um, is it has the red light. Uh, and why red light? You ask. Great question. Super glad you asked. Uh, so that way, when you're stargazing, you're not going to ruin uh, the show for everyone. And you can still see shit and you can still see the stars because the light pollution has to do with the waves of the light. But uh, you won't you won't interfere with seeing them stars and you can still see some shit, uh, whether you're looking in your starbook or if you're uh, trying to set up a tripod or something that night, you know, uh, it's fabulous uh so that's why i like this one um it's because the red light and also headlamps kind of legit no i i mean i was working on my jeep all weekend and i was wearing a headlamp because it's right where you look you're looking in the engine that you know you have light everywhere you're going and they really do come in handy they come in handy when it gets dark uh, especially when you're in the back country there's no electricity back there yeah uh, my last item now it's my last item i saved the best for last this thing i just got it come in super handy it's compact it's the fire can ammo can fire pit that ignic makes so it's an ammo can that folds out into you know into a fire pit and you just hook it up right to a propane tank and easy to use really easy to use i you know this is the I have yet to use, you know, I was skeptical about using a propane tank for the first time because I've never used one for the first time at, by myself. And I was just like, you know, open it up. Like, cause you know, you always hear the stories about things blowing up. So you're just like, all right, like it's tight. Everything's tight. Everything's connected. Boom. Lights up real easy, easy to use. Good to use. Uh, we had the civil war and we won the civil war this year. Go beeves um or it's orange and black like the beeves which is good um it's compact i'm going to be able to fit it in the rougarou so when we're on our adventures um i already have an, a regular ammo can in there that i use to put my tie downs in so i can stack this one right up on top of it um ignic also makes a compact propane tank called a growler um that they sell uh with these that they like to use um and so if you're in for that compact kind of fire thing, you see a lot of people in the backcountry kind of do that or just camping, car camping, all that that wants to do it, skiing, hiking, just to have a fire when you're done. Um, I, I see more use of this in our future. I really do. As I've already, like I, I was working on my car, the garage, it was 10 degrees and I had that going. Um, yeah. Fire. Yeah. But it warmed uh, it up. I got a, I got a, fabulous uh propane story uh and and blowing up um because every year for thanksgiving uh we fry a turkey um so we get we go outside propane tank hook up to the the fire and the the um heat up the oil um been doing it for a while you know our our like heat source it does the job but it normally takes us a long time to get it heated up and it was kind of getting old so my brother-in-law went and instead of getting a whole new unit he like rebuilt the bottom and uh of the propane tank yeah so where the fire basically comes where the gas or the propane comes out to then make the fire right so essentially it's a, a the difference is the amount of energy that can get pushed out uh, or heat in this case. Um, and man, he wasn't joking. <laughs> it got going way, way faster. It thing was a humming with the heat. We had it on there. We started messing around because like in the past, we can just set it go off and like do shit like trying we're trying to get a game going on like phones and music and maybe 10 minutes and you know past years 10 minutes we'd barely get the the 
the oil kind of going and we went and we were, we were cooking at, I think at like 420, we had that heat going at 420 degrees and we had to turn it off. And I looked at my brother-in-law and I was like, we almost became a statistic. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. Like when you blow that stuff up, man, like you don't, you don't mess with that. No, like, no. We we got extremely lucky. I think that we caught it when we did, because I mean it was like shut it off, take it off. We had to let it cool because we're not gonna cook it at four twenty anyway. You're gonna, I think it's like three fifty is the number you cook it at. So, <laughs> like it was incredible to see the difference of the heating power um, that you can get. Um, but anyways, wandering back, I having a a little campfire uh for some of those nights be kind of sweet although i don't know if there's a fire ban i don't think you could still use it see i don't know it's propane what's the difference of like that in those like mr buddy propane fire heaters i mean probably still shouldn't use it if there's a fire ban we probably won't use it if there's a fire ban um but I'm like, I, I was able to cook a steak on it. Um, it was a, you know, like in the ice hut, me and Colton had that going, you know, there's like a, there's a little hole in the ice hut. You could run a hose through and that's what it's designed for. And you put your propane tank on the outside of the ice hut and then had this in there and we were, we were warm, man. It was, it kept that thing nice and warm in there. Toasty. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of legit. Yeah, no, it really is. Sure, we're going to use it on any of our journeys here. Yeah, um, but yep, no. So those are the items. Uh, if you're looking for a good late Christmas present um, for that outdoorsy person, that nature lover, that wanderer out there, um, those are some great ideas for you. They're things we love, and hopefully. Other people love them as well, so you can go check them out. Um, go buy them, and then, you know, sometimes it's good motivation to get you out. Is you're like, oh, I got my new toy, and I got to take it out. Um, some people work like that. Some don't. It's whatever, but, you know, getting outside is the main goal. Hopefully some of these items you can go out and you use. It's your late Christmas shopping done. Um, but anyways, like always – I'm that guy ending it off. Uh, we're going to go into our final words. So final words, my guy. So I also got to be that guy. And I have my deer leather gloves. So this is deer leather, deer hide. And I, uh, yeah, I, I got it. Um, these are another item I wanted to kind of showcase here, kind of like honorable mention. Cause it's always good to have a good pair of working gloves uh, in, you know, when you're, when you have, uh, or just a good pair of gloves in general, these will be nice. You know, keep me warm while hiking. Uh, they're natural. They're deer. You know, I do go hunting for deer. So it's good to like find stuff that people are repurposing things. Uh, always try and find, you know, find some stuff to repurpose, you know, uh, whether that is like a deer hide, if you are hunting or if you are on the, you know, beach in your drink in your pop and soda, try and find a recycling bin so you can, they can repurpose your, those cans. Um, you know, just think about ways we can be better in, uh, in every little thing we do, you know, uh, when you buy something at the store, think of how one, it can make your life better or make the world's life, the world better, you know, think every little decision we all make, adds up you know so if we can each every make well we're making those decisions say like okay like where in what ways can i give back and what ways can i not make get a plastic you know this is leather this isn't a plastic this isn't a uh you know an oil-based product i mean i'm sure oil went into making it but it's at what level you know it's thinking smart it's being how much how much more sustainable can we be in our lives so uh, just think about where we're going. I have some cool trips planned, you know, uh, just getting back from Vegas on this episode. Hopefully I went down to the Hoover Dam. I just got to convince the parents on that one. Um, so please stay tuned to the social medias if you want to see that. Um, we're headed off, uh, probably going to try and find somewhere to adventure to in Oregon while I'm out there because 
why not? And uh, I was looking, I was kind of looking at my schedule and thinking me and Jared need to do like a Yellowstone in January. So stay tuned for a winter in Yellowstone. Uh, got some cool shit coming. Um, maybe I'll take a shower. I'll use the kick-ass shower and I'll take a warm pipe and hot shower in Yellowstone Park. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Um, Reverends, final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everyone. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for sticking out the whole episode, uh, listening to all the other episodes. Make sure you're checking all of that out. Uh, send in your questions if you have them. Uh, you know, I, I'm just going to kind of piggyback off Zach there. Um, you know, when you're Christmas, we love to buy things for people. We love wanting gifts. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Uh, maybe get a little bit creative. If it's not going to, if you're not going to go the outdoorsy route or if you are going to go the outdoorsy route, um, you know, there's a lot of companies that are starting to make stuff with plastic that they've picked up out of the ocean. Um, so that's very, very uh, exciting to see people using that because there's a shit ton of plastic out there. Um, I know I bought all my gifts, are refurbished things from ocean plastic, uh, ocean pollution and ocean littering, all that is near and dear to my heart. So I try to do as much as I can um, to help that out. Um, but, you know, just go out, see some cool shit in nature, stay beautiful and keep listening to the Wandering Ways podcast. But with that being said, Peace out, everybody. Bye.